What's up, sinners? How's everybody doing out there? Welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. Need to give you a little insight on this episode. I'm recording this remote, so I'm just recording this with my iPhone, and I am snowed in. Actually, right now, I think I'm snowed in and sleeted in because we're getting a lot of ice right now where I'm at. But don't worry about me for those of you who like to worry. Please don't, because I am snowed in at my girlfriend's luxury apartment. And this place, somehow, some way over the last 24 hours, became completely overstocked with beer. So I think I will be okay. For those of you out there that are also uh, hung up in this East Coast winter storm, please be careful. Take your time if you have to go anywhere. Uh, you know, use your non-Christian common sense and uh, just be careful because it is nasty out there. This is Sunday, the day I'm going to publish this, and this is the day that I'm recording it. And uh, thinking about, am I going to be able to go to work tomorrow? Am I not going to be able to go to work tomorrow? What's it all going to be like? And that made me think about the issue of supply chain issues. And the labor crisis that we seem to be experiencing everywhere in the country made me think about it. And some other things this week have made me think about that as well. Went out to the grocery store trying to stock up for the impending snow and doom that I knew was coming. A lot of empty shelves out there. A lot of things that you took for granted. A lot of things that just were always there whenever you needed them. Not so much. A lot of stuff missing, a lot of empty shelves, a lot of uh, people scurrying around trying to find substitutes. For those of you who from time to time do what I do from time to time and you do the place your order online and go pick it up and they bring it out, a lot of substitutes or just a lot of we don't have this. So the world is changing. The world is changing quick and it's changing daily. I recently have had some uh, issues with my vehicle, and now I've got to get some pretty significant work done to it, and I'm kind of worried about whether or not we're going to be able to get parts and pieces. Are we going to be able to fix this thing in a timely manner? I'm hearing horror stories everywhere, from all walks of life, from all industries. In my business, I sell building materials for a living. We have things that used to, we could get within a few days, now they're telling us it's going to be six months. So everyone seems to lately have to be navigating those waters of, can I get it? When will I get it? Do I need to get something else? We're all having to make those decisions, right? I don't know anyone that's not being affected. You know, there's no testing out there for COVID. It's hard to find a test. There's supply chain issues. All of those things that we took for granted thought that they would always be there just because we needed them, and that's the way things are supposed to work. The rules have changed. So if you're like me and you're experiencing these things, which I think everyone is, I think this is affecting everyone, supply chain issues. There's a lot of factors involved, probably a lot of things that I don't even know about. But let's go back a little bit. And let's talk about the way things maybe used to be, and will we ever get back to the way things used to be? First of all, we've become a country over the last, I don't know, 40 years, where we really don't manufacture anything for ourselves. 
We don't make anything that we use on a regular basis. At one time, if I'm not mistaken, 90% of the American flags um, that we have in this country were actually made in China. That says a lot about who we are as a country, about how we take care of ourselves, how we produce, how we don't produce. And you can throw politics into it. You can throw things into it that um, have happened over the years where NAFTA went into effect where basically it became cheaper for us to send our plants to Mexico or send our plants to other countries and reap the benefits of their cheap labor and reduce the price of our goods in trade for that. And you can also go into the fact that it seems like Trump pissed off China with all the tariffs a few years ago and China said, okay, well, that's fine. We'll just, we'll slow down production. We'll slow down getting this stuff to you or we'll just quit doing it all together if you're going to if you're going to charge us a higher price, because that was the deal, right? They produce it really cheap. We buy it really cheap. And that's what happens. And we never know how it affects anyone else's life. You know, when you buy your iPhone, like I do, or all of your Apple products, we don't know the people that make them. We don't know the what goes on in those plants in China or wherever they're produced. We don't know how these people live. We don't know how they get paid. We don't know even if they get paid. We're just happy to get the products that we love at a fair price and move on with our lives and enjoy these little gadgets. But these little gadgets have to be made somewhere, much like everything else in our lives. Let's talk about, for instance, like I mentioned earlier, I got to get some work done on my vehicle. Car parts. Car parts are, are becoming harder to come by. You have to wait longer for them used to, you took your car to the garage, they diagnosed the problem, leave your car overnight, we'll fix it tomorrow, life is good. Or even in some cases, I've had situations where they diagnose the problem in the morning, they get the delivery on the part that day, and I have my vehicle back by 5 o'clock. Well, that's not really happening like, like that anymore. And then you add our own personal viewpoints towards labor and work and employment that have drastically changed rather quickly over the last few years. And what you've got is you've got the perfect storm. You got people now that don't want to go to work. And if they do go to work, they want to make way more than they've ever made before. I know you've heard about companies like Starbucks and Target and all of these different employers. And you got people now starting out at fast food restaurants making $15 an hour. And that's great but it creates inflation. So now the meal that you used to pay $7 for is now $12. There's this trade-off. In order to pay people more, these companies have to charge more. Because I can promise you, they're not going to take a hit to their profit. All of these come into effect. All of these things aren't really political. They're not really religious-based. They have nothing to do with religion, basically. But they affect our lives every day. And we have to figure out how to navigate the seas. We have to figure out what do we do, what's best for us, what's best for our country, what's best for how we live our everyday lives. You know, I'm sitting here snowed in. Maybe somebody will clean the streets. Maybe they won't. What if the guy who's been cleaning the streets, <clears throat> excuse me, 
has been cleaning the streets that I live on for the last 20 years, all of a sudden decides, well, I don't make enough money. I'm not going to do it for that anymore. And then my streets don't get clean. That's how these things work. And I get it. There's never been a time in the history of our country where more people have left their jobs just because of the pay. And there's also never been a better time in our country to change careers. I've mentioned that before on the podcast. If you ever said, wow, I'd really like to do something different. Now's the time because everybody's doing it and everybody's hiring. But what's really odd is that unemployment is really low. What that tells me, the simpleton that I am, is that not only are there not a lot of people working, but there aren't a lot of people looking for work. So how are these people surviving? Well, if we go back a few years to the beginning of the pandemic, the Trump administration um, set the course to where we're just going to send people checks. We're going to send them money. We're going to send them money per child. We're going to send them money whether they lost their job or not. We're going to send them money. Whether they left their employer or not, we're going to send them money. And the new administration, the Biden administration, has just kept it going. They just kept sending people money. That's how they survive. Why look for a job if the government's just going to pay me to sit at home? But that's what leads to these issues that we're having. And I know usually I like to talk about Christians versus atheists and good versus evil and all of these things. But today I just wanted to talk about what's on my mind because I am snowed in. And I do have these issues going on in my life that are being greatly affected by things like supply chain and labor shortages. And I just wanted to put some thoughts out there. So do I think that people who have been working fast food all these years have been underpaid? Probably so. If you've been flipping burgers for minimum wage, I would say, yeah, you stand on your feet 10, 12 hours a day. You're probably underpaid. You probably are. But let me tell you who is definitely underpaid. Let's talk about school teachers. Let's talk about first responders. You know, the big cry two years ago was defund the police. Well, over the last two years, they've had to increase all of the police officers' pay in our country to keep them on the force because it's been a really hard time to be a police officer. So the efforts to defund the police turned into let's give all of the police a raise. Be careful what you wish for, right? I've never thought that defunding the police was a good idea. That's just silly. Anybody with any kind of common sense knows that you can't take away law enforcement. You can't take away first responders. Our society would collapse if we don't have this structure, if we don't have these people doing what they do every day. It's just common sense. So where do we go? So now we've got defund the police. We've had a lot of law enforcement and first responders leave the industry because guess what? Everybody else is hiring. Go back to what I said. Never been a better time to change careers. If you feel like your life's in danger and you're protecting civilians and those civilians that you're protecting are crying foul and saying you should be, 
You should have your pay cut. Yeah, I think I would probably want to go look for something else too. So all of these factors, all of these issues that we're experiencing are now starting to come home to roost, right? We're seeing shortages. We're seeing lack of service. I've gone through restaurants where they say we're closing at five because we don't have enough employees to have a dinner shift. That's crazy, right? That's absolutely crazy. But it's happening, and it's happening every day. I was in a grocery store earlier this week looking for stuff, stocking up for the, for the big snow that we're seeing now. And I looked at a lot of the shelves, and a lot of the shelves were completely empty. I was in, uh, was in PetSmart yesterday looking for stuff for my dogs, okay? Shelves, empty. And you have to stop and think. You have to think, is this a supply chain issue? Or do they just not have people that are willing to work and come in and stock the shelves? Either way, we're going backwards. We're going backwards as a country. And I'm not going to get on my soapbox and I'm not going to say, well, it's one side's fault or it's the other side's fault. I'm not going to blame this one necessarily on the Christians. I think we have to take a deep look at ourselves. I have to take a deep look at myself. Now, I'll be 50 years old this year. I've never been fired from a job, I've never been laid off, and I've never gone a day since I was 17 years old that I didn't have a job. And I'm actually sitting here today thinking about, am I going to be able to get out and go to work tomorrow? Am I going to be able to make it into the office because of the weather? I'm thinking about that because that's what I do. I work. I try to go out, I try to make a living. I don't want anybody to give me anything. I don't want to be treated like I'm special and that I should be given something just because I'm me. No, I'm perfectly happy earning what I have and what I get. I don't have a problem with that. Never have. But there's probably a lot of people around me today that are sitting here thinking, fuck it, I wasn't going to go to work tomorrow anyway. They don't pay me enough. Now, the other side of that is, and please hear me out. I know I'm ranting. But it's what I do. If I'm in front of you and you're, pay, you're getting paid $20 an hour to make a cup of coffee because I came in and asked for it, can you please act like you give a shit that I'm actually standing in front of you? Please. Because if everybody's going to make $20 an hour to do jobs that they were making $8 an hour to do two years ago, can you please act like you give a shit? Please, it would be the Christian thing to do, really. Think about it. So I have to confess. I have to confess my sins to you right now. So as much as I like to take pride in the fact that I like to look at issues from all sides, I like to think that I have some common sense because I don't believe God or religion into my thought processes, I have to admit one sin. The older I get the more old-fashioned I become. Um, People talk about fairness and being equal. And they use these words to try to get something for nothing. They think everybody should be treated fair. You know, we have politicians like Bernie Sanders that thinks that everyone should just get the same amount of money every month from the government and we should all live that way. 
and I get it, and it sounds good, and it sounds like that would be fair, and that would keep the country going and keep the country moving forward, and everybody would be happy, and everybody would be safe, and everybody would be healthy. But it doesn't really work that way because you're always going to have a portion of the poly, of the of society that just doesn't give a shit. They don't have any pride in themselves. They don't have any pride in anything they do. They don't give a shit about accomplishments. They don't give a shit about a fair day's pay for a fair day's work. They just don't. They just they want somebody to give them whatever it takes to just make them live the bare minimum to get by. And that's how some people are. That's how some people are always going to be. But it seems to me that the more this thing drags out, the more that the government continues to send money to people, the more that we have this excuse that a bunch of people lost their jobs, so we're going to send all of these people checks, whether they lost their job or not, which made no sense to me. I don't know many people that lost their job during the pandemic, but everybody got a check. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So we've really kind of created this monster. We've created the supply chain issues that we're now having to deal with. We created the labor crisis that we're now having to deal with. Because we all just accepted the shit. Well, that's just what the government's going to do. Well, that's just how people are. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. If you went out over the last year or so and you were working a $10 job, a $10 an hour job, and now you're working a $20 an hour job, congratulations. Good for you. At least you're working. At least you're out there. At least you're trying to contribute. Right? But if you quit your job because you were making $10 an hour and you thought you were worth more, so you felt like, well... I'd rather just not work than to settle for $10 an hour and you're sitting at home and you're not working because you don't think $10 an hour was enough for you. You're the big part of the problem that I'm concerned with. I understand if you leave a job for better. I understand sometimes if you leave a job for the same amount of money, but you find a job that makes you happier, makes you more fulfilled. I get all that. I really do. But to leave the workforce, to stop working, just because you got a couple checks from the government and you think you're worth more than $10 an hour, I got news for you. You're not. Because if you're not willing to work, then you're not worth anything. Sorry, truth hurts, right? So for everyone out there who says, I'm more worthy than what I'm getting, then go get more. But don't just fucking stop. Don't just shut down the whole system because you think all of a sudden now what you've been earning is a slap in the face or an insult. This is why the minimum wage never works because it doesn't matter what the minimum wage is. What matters is what people are willing to work for. So now that we've got this problem... How the fuck are we going to get out of it? So hear me out. Here's what I think we should do. Number one, we should quit depending on everybody else to take care of us. I know you've probably heard that before. 
But depending on government checks to show up every month is really kind of, uh, you're setting yourself up for disaster because that's not real money. Actually, maybe there's not even anything that is real money anymore because the government is just printing money without having anything to hold it up. So that can't last forever. So feel free to debate me on this if you think that sitting at home and collecting money from the government is the way to go because I can show you through many, many aspects of history why it doesn't work. So how does this, how does this become an issue for your Bible Belt atheists? How, where does religion and God fall into all of this? Well, maybe it doesn't. Maybe these are just issues that everybody faces, whether you're religious, whether you're atheist, man, woman, child, rich, poor, because even the rich people are having trouble finding shit. That's when it makes the papers, right? When rich people can't find stuff, that's when it becomes a problem. Because poor people have been going without forever, right? That's another part of the problem. Maybe there's always been supply chain issues. Maybe there's always been labor issues. But maybe now because it's affecting the haves and not just the have-nots, all of a sudden now we've got a problem. That could be part of it as well. So what are we going to do? How are we going to turn this around? First thing we have to do is we have to uh, get our own house in check, right? Everybody who gives a shit about themselves has got to decide, well, I'm going to do what's best for me. So if I want that $20 an hour job and I've been working the $12 an hour job, I got to go get it. And now's the time. Now's the time to just go for it. Put your best resume out there. Put your best interview clothes on and just fucking go get it. If you ever wanted to start a business of your own, if you ever had that dream, you ever wanted to crank up a food truck or you ever wanted to go into business just doing anything on your own and being an entrepreneur and being a self-starter, now's the time. Go fucking do it. But you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to make that decision. That's where it starts. People have to decide. They have to look in the mirror and they have to say, what am I going to do for me? What am am I going to do to make my situation better? Because I can promise you, if everyone makes their situation better, then as a country, as a nation, as a world, we make everything better. So if you're sitting at home and you're thinking that these checks coming to you every month from the government is making things better, it's not. And the only way the system works, the only way democracy works, is we all have to be all in. We all have to contribute. We all have to be a positive part of the system. You can't sit at home and just be a freeloader. And wait for everything to come to you without working for it. It doesn't work that way. It's been working that way for some people for the last two years, but that is going to crash. It's going to come to an end, I can promise you. So that should be more motivation for the people that do want to work and do actually want to work hard. 
I'm going to go back into the job market. I'm going to start looking for a better job. I'm going to start looking for a career that I actually want to do because I, it would make me happy and I would enjoy it. I'm going to do all that now before all the freeloaders have to start scurrying around looking for jobs again that have been sitting on their ass for the last two years. Yeah. Plan ahead, people. Think about the future. Plan ahead. Hopefully, everyone out there that is listening to me has the common sense to know that you have to make it better. The government's not going to make it better for you, I can promise you. These supply chain issues, that comes from 40 or 50 years of our government giving away all of our manufacturing, from companies taking manufacturing to other parts of the world because it saves them money and it creates more profit. That's what that comes down to. We have to get back. We have to figure out how we're going to make these things happen. If you've always had an idea, you want to start a company, you want to produce something, you want to make something, you want to make a physical product, and you want to make it here in the United States, now's the time. No better time than now. Because we only have us. We only have us. Think about that. You know, our government may have gotten us into this supply chain issue bullshit, which I'm sure they did. We can figure it out. We can fix it without the government. We can fix it ourselves. But the only way we can do that is we've got to get off our ass and go do it. Don't sit at home waiting for the government to raise the minimum wage so you can walk in somewhere and say, you have to pay me this amount. Don't sit around waiting for your dream job to show up. You got to go get it. They're not going to bring it to you. Point of the story is, point of the podcast is, the only people that are going to fix these problems are ourselves. So if you go in the grocery store and you see shortages... Or if you order something that you have to have, and you know it comes from China, but it used to take a week to get it, where now it takes six months. You should be pissed off. And you should think to yourself, how did we get here? And what can I do today to start fixing this shit? That's the only way it works. It's the only way we get ahead is we have to figure it out. And it's not Republican or Democrat. It's not rich or poor. It's none of those issues. It's us. It's what we do. It's what we're willing to do. It's what we're capable of doing. If you own a small business and you have your manufacturing set up in Mexico or you have your manufacturing set up somewhere else because it's cheap, raise your prices. Make the, make the product better. Give your neighbor a job. Let's get this shit going. All right. I'm done with this rant for today. Thank you for listening. Again, this episode was a little different. Done remote. It was done in a luxury apartment with an abundance of beer. So, there you have it. Thank you for listening. If this was your first time, I greatly appreciate it. I hope you liked it. I hope you got something out of it. If you're a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
I can't thank you enough for taking the time every week to check out my bullshit. I do greatly appreciate it. If you liked it, please tell a friend. If you hated it, please tell an enemy. Um, Just tell somebody, please. Please rate it. Please subscribe. You know, all the deal, all the platforms. It's all good. Um, Feel free to reach out. Send me an email. Send me a complaint. Send me a suggestion. Send me an idea. Send me a joke. I love jokes. The email is thebiblebeltatheistpodcast at gmail.com. No capital letters. No punctuation. Just thebiblebeltatheistpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there because it's cold and it's nasty. But you can always, always do some sinning.